fellas, let me tell you something. Uh, it has come to my attention that uh, <laughs> I did not make an intro for last week's episode. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. The intro situation, I don't really know what to do with it. <laughs> um, I don't, like... I've, I've looked at other official podcasts, you know, like New Heights with Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, the football players, and, you know, other other big-name podcasts like that, and it's just like, they always have an introduction, and it's like, hi, I'm Travis Kelsey, and I'm Jason Kelsey with New Heights, sponsored by whatever, whatever. Well, one, I'm not famous. Two, I'm not sponsored. Three, I feel like at this point, you'd at least know my name with, you know, how many times it's mentioned throughout the podcast description and just me saying it in the episodes that did have intros. So we're, we're figuring it out. It is, it is a process. Maybe I like it better without, you know, the, the introduction to, to the intro. Maybe I have to have an introduction. I don't know. Maybe I have to be like, Hey, I'm Ed Batiz with the Zoomer's Diary. And in this century, we're going to talk about blank, blank, blank. But then that's like, that's dumb. I don't know if I want to do that. And that's the thing. Anyways, Fellas, let me tell you something. <laughs> that was the intro, guys. Come on. Do you ever hear about a show, right? Show a show anywhere. It can be on Hulu, Netflix, Disney, HBO Max, uh Starzy, Starzy. What's the what's the one Sony streaming website? We're going to the keyboard. What is Sony's streaming? It's like Stars something. I remember because I tried to figure out where to watch Spider-Man and then I had my hopes and dreams crushed because it wasn't on Disney Plus streaming service crackle huh what kind of a streaming service name is crackle what the oh oh my god i'm so sorry guys i just realized i'm talking too loud so i'm probably peeking the mic crackle anyways uh star z whatever hear about a show and you don't really get into it in the first wave of hype but then like it starts to fill your feed more, whether through YouTube or Instagram or whatever. And then like you see little shorts of it, of like fan edits, and obviously you don't watch them because the fan edits sometimes are a little weird. Um, oh God, don't even get me started on some of the ones in this show. Uh, anyways, you, you it starts to fill your feed more, not even just fan edits, but also clips from the show as well. And you're like, hmm, this looks kind of good. Maybe I should watch it. But then like, nah, you don't really have time to. And anyways, uh, I binge watched all eight episodes of Wednesday on Netflix. Um, <laughs> I, I, cause I kept getting uh, I kept getting videos of it in my in my in my YouTube and I thought it looked good so I watched it. Yeah, I put it on my Instagram. Oh, by the way, Instagram has like this new update. Not everyone has it where like you can have notes. So you go to the DM page and then at the top there's everyone's like profile pictures with like a little note that you can leave. And I put a note. I said, um, "F it, gonna binge watch Wednesday Adams," and I did. Uh, Wednesday, the show on Netflix, uh, starring. Um, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams from the titular Adams family is a spinoff that follows Wednesday through her journey. Uh, she she dumps piranhas in a pool and gets uh, some kids nuts bit off because they bullied his brother, her brother. And so she gets sent to like this uh, academy for outcasts and it has all these gothic horror c- uh, creatures in it um, like vampires and werewolves and gorgons and all this stuff. And it follows her solving a murder mystery because there's people getting murdered around town by some monster. And it uh, focuses on Wednesday uh, being, even though usually the focus of the Adams family is on the entire family itself. And uh, it's really, okay, 
uh, watching all eight hours of it, I can say it's pretty good. It, there were only eight episodes, so uh, it wasn't too bad. One time, like last night, I, 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 I was up to like one thirty watching it. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> I didn't realize the time. I just I watched like okay. I swear to God, it was like seven o'clock. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I got nothing else to do. I finished a bit of homework. I'll get into more of my fucking homework later. Uh, I have nothing else to do. It's 7.30. I got time. I'll watch a couple episodes. And then, like, I watch, like, three episodes. And my grandma, I see my grandma walks through the hallway. Because uh, our grandma, my grandma lives with us. Going to the bathroom, which is next to my room. And she sees me. And she's like, like, you're you're awake? Like, you're, why are you awake? She says it in Spanish, obviously. But, like, you're awake? I'm like, why? What do you mean? And then I, like, go to my laptop, and I, and I go down to the time, and it's, like, 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, is, is, is this a really good show? It's a good show. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good show. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really get, in, you know, it turns out it's, like, the second most watched Netflix show in history or something. I don't know. I don't really sure about that. Um, and uh, I didn't really get into it. Like, I saw it all the time, like, everywhere. People were talking about it, and it was all over my phone. Um, but I never really got into that first wave of hype. And, and, then, and then I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Since I keep getting clips of it, I'll just watch it. And then I did. And I finished it, like, an hour before recording this. Um... Yeah, it was pretty good. No spoilers or anything, but pff. what can I say, man? Goth girls are crazy, dude. They see they look pretty cool though. I'm not gonna lie. Anyways, sorry, I got lost in my thoughts. Uh, oh yeah. So along with uh, Wednesday filling up my feed, which I'm sure it's probably gonna fill up my feed even more now because I actually watched the show and because our phones spy on us twenty four seven, it's gonna be like, hmm, you should feed this guy more Wednesday content, but no. I'm done with the show. I watched all eight episodes. I am retiring. Okay, I'm retiring from watching shows. I'm not doing it anymore. Because usually I never had time to watch shows because I thought it'd be, I'd be busy with other stuff. Um, and by busy, I mean just like not doing anything with my life and just laying in bed scrolling. Um, you know, it's it's one of those days. You know, it's one of those days where like you think back on, on it and like you're just sitting there and you put the phone down and you're like, man, I've accomplished nothing today. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, I'm retiring from watching shows, so we're done with that. I'm pretty sure there was some point that I wanted to make earlier. Oh yeah, uh, so Wednesday has been filling up my feed, now even more so. Uh, and along with that, things about Jenna Ortega have been filling up my feed. Now, Jenna Ortega uh, was obviously a big actor uh, beforehand from uh, horror movies from Disney Channel. Um, but now, she her career has blown up like twice as much and even more now because everyone's like oh my god she's hot now um am i disagreeing uh no she's pretty um but there were some videos uh up on up my feed of like jenna ortega's most or jenna ortega answers her most asked questions or whatever right it was one of those uh i think i think wired makes those videos right wired something like that where like they have the board and then they take the sticker off and it's like what is jenna ortega's blank and one of the questions she asked was, how did Jenna Ortega become an actress? And so she told the story about how um, 
she was really big into uh, acting and wanted to do monologues and stuff and stuff, stuff and stuff, uh, you know, did that, that kind of stuff. And uh, her mother bought her a book of monologues to shut her up about acting. And so she memorized one of the monologues and then gave this really dramatic telling, right, of the monologue to her mother. And her mother recorded it and posted it on the Facebook. And then a family friend was either either knew a casting director directly director directly wow what is that casting director directly or knew was a friend this family friend was a friend to a friend who knew a casting director which if that isn't the definition of know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy i don't know what to tell you but watching it it was like uh uh you know, she she says uh, like, oh yeah, and that's and the casting director was like, let's borrow her uh, if we could if we could borrow her. Asked if they could borrow her for like some uh, rehearsals and stuff, and then that's how she landed the role um, from things before uh, the Disney Disney Channel shows, and uh, it made me realize watching it, I'm like, man, that really is how you make it big in acting. Like most of it is chance, and now obviously once. Uh, chance comes along, then you have to have the skills to actually seize that opportunity. But like, damn, there's some really talented people out there, and they aren't on Netflix. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? Like, what are they? Where somebody? It's because, and it's all because they don't know the guy that knows a guy. And like, I was thinking, like, is it really, really up to chance? Um, you know, living in Southern Arizona has also got me thinking about that a lot because, uh, as my drama teacher says. There are no casting directors in Southern Arizona. <laughs> there are no casting agencies in Southern Arizona. I mean, according to uh, SouthernArizonaCasting.com, obviously, that disproves her point. But are do they know the people that know people that know people that are going to get you there? And obviously, you're not going to start with a knockout role like, you know, Wednesday, directed by uh, Wednesday Adams, um, where you're the main character and it's directed by Tim Burton and it's on Netflix and it's the second most watch show ever um but like in order to actually start you still have to have some form of luck and i also got reminded of this uh i had okay just like being a theater kid this might be a deal breaker to some actually this might be a deal sealer for some because listen some people like dudes who play instruments uh, i play piano um and i had a piano recital through I, I take like 30 minute lessons like once a week and that's all um and my theater teachers or my piano teachers like oh my god you should do this recital and, and and this and this and this i had already done like three recitals before but i hadn't really see the thing is for the recitals previously i had like mentally prepared for it not even like practice a bunch of songs till i got them memorized and down no i had to like mentally prepare to perform in front of a bunch of people like that was outside of theater, right? So this kind of came out of nowhere. And so she was like, hey, we have this recital coming up. I was like, I didn't really have a song prepared because it was I was in that journey of my uh, my practicing my instrument where like it, I wasn't really committed to anything. I was just kind of like doing it when I felt like it. So I was like, mm, I'm not sure. I don't think I got any songs to do. I learned, I'm in the process currently of learning Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You, but my brain uh, sometimes just doesn't work. I have this thing where if I'm playing an instrument and the music is really complex, not even if the music is complex, sorry, if I have a song that I'm playing and there's some complicated rhythm or whatever and I have to like mentally think 
to actually get the the, the rhythms and the melodies down um, where I have to be like, okay, make sure I don't miss my cue on this beat and I hit this note on this beat and I, I, I hit the notes at the same time on this, right? If I don't think ahead in time, I will then stutter, like I'll play a measure or a measure like a like a, a, a piece of the music and I'll play it. And then if I haven't mentally already thought of all the things I need to do for the next measure, I stutter and I repeat the measure over and over and over again until I'm until I thought the next measure through and then I play it through. Like sometimes it's bad. Sometimes I'll hit such a roadblock that I sound like a broken record and then I just play the same thing like right? And it's like, no matter what I do, I, I mean, obviously, okay. Have I tried actively to fix this problem? Uh, no. <laughs> like I'm sure just like bad ankle mobility, right? I'm sure if I actually, that was super specific, by the way, don't, don't ask questions. Um, I'm sure if I actually like did techniques and thoroughly like understood the problem and practiced through it, then I would be able to get rid of it. But, um, because I half-ass everything, I, um, I have not gotten rid of that problem. Um, so like no matter what, and this problem has persisted forever. And I was having that problem with Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You. And that was the main song that I was practicing. And like, this is a recital right before Christmas. So I'm thinking like, yeah, well, this is probably the song that I should perform, but I don't have it down yet. So I'm not sure I'm going to do the recital. Um, but I thought to myself and I'm like, every opportunity that has been presented to me, I've taken and it's worked out. I went to state, met a bunch of people, had an awesome time. Did anything come out of that? I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I bonded with people. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, in freshman year, beginning drama, when the theater teacher was like, uh, we have this show going on and we don't have enough people for, for the show. So if you'd like to be in the show, uh, just sign on that little form and we'll give you a role. And I took that opportunity and now I have a, like, a, a, an invaluable friendship with the alumni that I had performed with freshman year and my entire life has transformed because of it all because I was like yeah I'll do that thing and I took that opportunity so I was thinking I'm like well I was I was self I was self-aware enough and I was aware enough to think that there is probably an opportunity here it's like something is going to happen or some person is going to see me because I was uh or some person is going to see me so it would be dumb to not do it because my whole thing is like getting my face out there and my whole motto is like I'm trying to let the world know that I exist, right? That's the purpose of this podcast is to just at least put my toe in the pool of uh, toe in the pool of content creation and of uh, content consumption and be like, hey, I exist. I am not going to be a breeze in history that just faintly tickles people and then is never seen again, right? There's, there's, I'm going to leave some sort of a mark, you know? And so I'm like, yeah, I'll do this recital. Why not? Even though I don't have the song down, I'll figure it out. Cause I'm sure uh, I'll get, I'm still getting my face out there. So even though, uh, you know, you, I haven't really seen people get anywhere in Southern Arizona. Um, maybe, maybe there'll be, there'll be something, you know, F like for a, like some gigs. I did a commercial one time. Uh, I did a summer acting camp. I thought it was acting camp. It was actually musical theater, and I hated it. I was the only 12-year-old boy in a group of 15 to 18-year-old girls. Did I actually hate it? No. But 
I was like, oh, I want to do acting. I don't want to do musical theater, even though, because like I didn't realize that musical theater leads into acting. I was dumb. Anyways, uh, I did the thing, and then the person who ran the camp recommended me, or uh, recommended me to a uh, some commercial producer, and then I filmed like a little infomercial about dentistry, and I got paid like five hundred bucks for it. So even though you don't make the big leagues, like right, and you can still know a guy that knows a guy in Southern Arizona and then you can still make 500 bucks, which 500 bucks is 500 bucks. So I don't care about inflation. That's still a lot of money to me. Um, so anyways, I'm like, yeah, I'll do this recital. So I get a simple song. I'm like, okay, well I have to do two songs. I'll do Carol of the Bells and I'll do, uh, fly me to the moon. Cause fly me to the moon has been a song that I've been singing for the past year. It was the first song that actually got me into singing. Cause you know, I'm a bathroom singer. I'm a room singer. I never went to my mom and was like, Hey, watch this what you know about rolling you know it's that's not actually my singing i i'm i'm that it's it's better than that i was just anyways um it's a song that i've been singing for the past year and i'm like okay well if i'm gonna sing for the first time in front of an audience i'll do the one that i've practiced the most so i picked that and then uh day the recital comes um i am number i have the little program and i'm looking at it and i'm number nine in line uh, in front of me, there's uh, there's a bunch of like cellos. There's the cellos and violins. It's the music store that I take my lessons at. Uh, this is their recital, so it's at the local church, and they have I have the program, and I'm like, okay, I'm number nine. I got this. First kid comes up. Uh, I noticed I was like the oldest one there, and so there was a bit less pressure on me. Even though there was one kid. Um, who was dressed, had like a slick comb over. He was like, he couldn't have been older than like seven or eight. Slick comb over, button up, dress pants, dress really nice. Reminded of me of me when I was younger. And I realized that I want to stop dressing like that. But anyways, um, I looked, I looked worse in it cause I had like a chubby face. So I'm getting distracted. Uh, this kid came up and I turned to my step and I'm like, I swear to God, if this kid's a child prodigy, I'm going to leave. All right. If he starts busting out, like chopping number nine or something, I'm, I'm, I'm dipping. Um, but he went out and he played Mary Had a Little Lamb. So I was like, oh, okay, thank God. He <laughs> was not a child prodigy. We're chilling. Um, not saying that he will be a pro- won't be a prodigy in the future. I'm, I'm not uh, praying for his downfall. Good, good on him. I really hope he keeps doing piano. Anyways, um, number nine in the program. And for some reason, I just get really, really, really nervous out of nowhere. And I don't know why. And I'm like... I, I know I have, I've sung this song forever, and I know I have this, like, I, I know I'm not that bad at singing, because if I was, my mom would tell me, right, she's brutally honest, that woman, it's vicious, and so I'm thinking, well, I got this, I have no reason to be nervous, my brain thinks that, my, me consciously, am, I'm thinking, I am thinking, are thinking, how do you say that? I am consciously, there you go, I gotta change the whole sentence, I'm so good at grammar, I'm consciously thinking, I should not be nervous about this, I'm good, but my body, my body's telling me you fucking know, um, yeah, my body's telling me no, and, uh, is, or no, what's the lyric, my body, no, my body's telling me yes, that's what it's saying, uh, that's what it is, my body was like, no, you are nervous, and so I got a lump in my chest, and not a hernia. That sounds kind of weird. I, yeah, I got that little, I got the knot in my stomach and it started rising up to my diaphragm. And I'm like, oh my God, please no. I need, I need the diaphragm. I need it for singing. I need to go, oh, you know, I gotta, the, I, please stop it. So 
throughout, I'm staring at the program, looking at my spot, right? Saying that I'm going to like piano, fly me to the moon, carol the bells. And even though I know I have it down, I'm still, my body is still acting like, acting like I am uh, a nervous uh, introvert who has never performed in front of people his whole entire life. And so I'm like, oh my God, I can't get rid of this. So I do controlled breathing. I take a walk. I go in the mirror and stare at my reflection like I'm being filmed. And for some reason, it won't go away. So then they call my name and I'm like, oh my God, why am I nervous? Stop being nervous. So I go up there and uh, luckily when my skill cannot support me, my humor can save me. So when I was up there, I did my Carol of the Bells, whatever, I was still nervous. And then I had to get to the flying part. And then I went up to the, they put down the microphone for me. And then it got really bad. I felt like there was like a two pound brick in my, felt like not two pounds, five pound brick, like right in the center of my torso. And I was like, oh boy. I leaned over to the microphone and I went, I will now be performing everyone's favorite Christmas song fly me to the moon by frank sinatra and then they laughed and i was like okay this is good should suck less and i start playing and i fumble immediately i sang so you know how it goes if i sing this well is this is frank is fly me to the moon copyrighted if i like i'm not gonna sing sing to the song but is it like heavily here we're going to the keyboard for this is fly i don't want to get canceled on my first actually you know what if i do get flagged then i'll get attention and then maybe more people will watch my podcast. Hmm. California. Never mind. I don't want to risk it. Is Fly Me to the Moon? <laughs> That's funny. Somebody asked, "Fly Me is Fly Me to the Moon a Christmas song?" Is Fly Me to the Moon copyrighted? Oh boy, I did not. I said, "Is Fly Me to the comma pipium copyrighted?" Yeah, typing sideways is not great. Fly Me to the Moon copy we're gonna find this out better safe better safe than sorry i always say it is still protected by copyright but what does that mean though anyways i'm you know what that was a dumb tangent anyways i sang so the second verse is play forevermore and then the first verse is play among the stars and i sang the second verse first and i realized that after and I'm playing it on piano, whatever. Um, and I'm like, I say to the microphone, I'm like, I, it has come to my attention that I have played the wrong verse. Give me a second. And so I restarted and then I fumbled again because I kept messing up the piano part. So I just stopped and my mom was over on the side recording because she had to go to the side of the room. See, that's the embarrassing part. She had to go to the side of the room to rec- she had to stand up, walk to the side to record me because the piano on the stage had these giant like uh, music stands in front of your face. So if you want to get if your parents want to record you, they have to go to the side, which means everybody in the room can see who your parent is and can see that they're recording you. So, you know, that's great. But anyway, she's like, just start over. I'm like, okay. And everyone's looking at me. It's dead silent. Um, And I just go over to the microphone and I'm like, I'm nervous. And then they started laughing. So I was like, thank God, it's not as bad. But I did the song, whatever. Um, I just realized this story was for something. It was for some point I was making. I think I'm gonna, I think I remember it. Okay. I did the song, whatever. Uh, I'm super disappointed in myself because it wasn't as good as, uh, it could have been because my nerves just got to me, even though I'm literally a theater kid. I don't know why I was nervous. My body failed me there. 
and uh, I do the song, my head's kind of down, everyone's saying that it was good, I don't believe that it was good, but once the recital ends and we leave, I see my mom is outside talking to some dude, some, like, extremely attractive music teacher, I don't know who he was, he had, like, long curly hair, he had a goatee, very defined jawline, this dude looked like he knew what's up, so he's talking to my mom, (laughs) that's, that's, that's weird, it sounds like he was rizzing my, I was saying he's gonna riz my mom up, anyways, um, He's talking to my mom, and it turns out he's like the head music uh, teacher, or whatever. He's like the very uh, renowned music teacher at the music store that's performing at. And he was like, "Your son did exceptional." And apparently, my mom showed him Facebook videos of me singing at her birthday party. So you know that was great. Um, and he was like, "Your son was exceptional." And then he looked to me and was like, "Dude, you tore that thing up." I was like in a good way or in a bad way, (laughs) like, I really, I thought I bombed it, I thought it was bad, and he was like, no, that was awesome, no, that was awesome, I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten some of my students into opening acts of theaters, and I've, uh, I have connections with other music directors and and bands, so if you ever wanted to set stuff up, you know, uh, just let me know, and my mom exchanged numbers with him, and he gave her a business card and everything, and I was thinking to myself, I was, like, thinking to myself in in the third person, I was narrating, I was like, oh, wow, I really, if I hadn't gone to this recital and if I hadn't taken this opportunity, then I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have made my existence known to this guy. And, you know, obviously, is he famous? Like, does he know famous people? Probably not. But he knows the people that in Arizona that are going to pay me 500 bucks for a gig or for some opening act or for something. So I got my face out there successfully and it was pretty great. So, uh, yeah, it take, oh my God, I was going to say something and then I forgot Wow. Oh, yeah. Knowing the guy that knows a guy and chance, it is very important that you put yourself out there more and put yourself out there as much as possible so then chance can do its thing and you can accidentally run into the... See, accidentally run into the dude that knows a guy that knows a guy. But, um, see, it's because... I think that it's not going to happen because I'm conscious of it, right? I'm conscious of like, oh, what if I run into this guy, right, at this place? Or what if I uh, get texted or what if I get emailed by this person because they saw me do this thing, right? So like if I'm conscious of it, am I still going to succeed? So that's the kind of the question that I wanted to throw out there. Like if you are conscious of the chance and the possibilities that could happen, are they going to happen? But that goes into like a whole other can of worms. Um that is could be saved for another episode. Um, but yeah, I I met a guy that possibly know met you know knows a guy, and I think the name of the game now is to just get our, my face out there as much as possible. We're gonna see what happens. Anyways, I didn't mean for this part to take so long because I wanted to talk about uh, the dreaded, the thing that every high schooler dreads. And that every high schooler complains about. You open up your phone, you go to Instagram, everyone's complaining about it in their notes. Everyone's dreading about it. Everyone's scared. Everyone thinks they're going to fail. Finals. Finals are next week or this week. Some people say this week because some people, uh, either Sunday or Monday is the first day of the week. I don't really know. It's it's either one, either one, you know, whichever one's more convenient for me. Anyways, finals are this week. Monday, I have a full day. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I get in at 8.55 as opposed to my regular 8.15, 8.15 time. Another voice crack. I can't, I can't, I can't do, I'm, I, dude, I'm going to retire. I can't do this anymore. Um, 
as opposed to the normal 8.15 starting time, right, 20 starting time, and we get it at 12.55 as opposed to the normal uh, 3.15 exit leaving time, exit thing, whatever, because so Tuesday is going to be first and second period, Wednesday is going to be third and fourth, Thursday is going to be fifth and sixth, so we're in there for like an hour and a half each, that's probably not the right math, you know what, I'm just going to say it is, I don't really care, Um, but I'm the only thing that I'm thinking about for finals is, oh my God, I get a whole 40 extra minutes before I come to school. I can sleep in. That is all. Like, I don't have to be there for a whole nother hour. Like, usually I leave the house at like 740 because it takes like 20, 30 minutes to get to my school because I'm a pain in the butt and wanted to go to a school outside of our district because we moved. And uh, like now I have a whole nother hour. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm probably ignoring the fact that uh, there's I have I have finals like you know the giant tests at the end of the semester. Oh my god, guys, did you know that the, they're called finals because they're at the they're the final of the semester. I figured this out freshman year and I said it out loud in a class and one of the seniors there was like, oh my god, you really figured that out? Like only really you figured that out by your senior year. I'm like I'm just built different, but finals are called that because it's the end of the semester and then midterms are called midterms because they're in the middle of the semester that's crazy anyways yeah finals are coming up i have a poster project for because she really loves her posters that woman god bless her soul i love my english teacher but why, why the posters uh a poster project comparing the tragic heroes of Oedipus Rex, Macbeth, and uh, Harvey Dent from uh, The Dark Knight, because that's obviously everyone's favorite tragic hero story. And uh, I've gotten a little bit of it done. See, I'm taking advice from the Master Procrastinator TED Talk. I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, look it up. It's by some dude. I don't know his name. He was a genius. He was a Master Procrastinator, that's for sure. But, uh, I'm taking his advice and like doing a little bit of work like every day, like at least doing something every day and then doing all the rest of it on the final day. So we have Monday, Tuesday to work on it. I think I should be good. Um, but anything that requires artistry is going to suck. Um, then second period, uh, sorry, let me keep talking about the poster board. Anything that requires artistry is where the artistry being good isn't required is going to turn out like absolute garbage for me. But as long as I can get like at least a uh, low A, I'm taking it. I don't care. Um, second period math, our math final is 30 questions. It's just it's geometry. I'm not ahead. I didn't, I wasn't ahead by two years because I took all a bunch of advanced math classes in elementary school. Um, now I'm kind of regretting that though, because five times five in fourth grade didn't really stump me that much. So I probably could have been gotten a little ahead. Um, 30 question math final, like it's geometry stuff. I, I like geometry because it's like every time you do a math problem with geometry, you're solving a puzzle, right? It's like what ang if these two angles mean this, what does this mean? Or if this means this, that means that, right? And I, my brain kind of, my brain likes that. My brain, that's, that's my brain's fancy. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I think I'll be able to get enough questions right that it'll be an A. And then the subjects, like the questions that are going to stump me, I don't really need to get right because I'm already going to have the A. It's like taking your driver's test uh, or your permit test. And then like they stop you early because you already got enough questions right to pass. Anyways, I'm going to distract 30 question math final. I think I'm fine. 
there was I was doing the review packet for it, and there was one like section that I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, what 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 do you what do you mean E minus D equals like forty degrees? Like, there is no E in this triangle. Where is this variable?" Um, but I think I think I'll be good on everything else. Third period drama. I I don't. Do we have a final for that? I don't <laughs> I don't know. Um, fourth period strength and conditioning. We have a final for that? I I don't know. I benched. I I I got stronger. Oh my god! I benched one thirty five. Finally, after at at just mind you, I'm one hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, so for me, it's pretty big. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't able to do that at the beginning of the year, so I guess that's progress, right? I don't even know if that's if he's gonna grade us on that. Literally, the grade is if you are wearing jeans or not. Like if you are dressing out. If you are, there's, I, it, it blows my mind how some people have a bad grade in strength and conditioning. Easily, the easiest class you can get an A in. Just don't show up in jeans. You can wear sweats. You can wear pajama pants. You can probably wear a Speedo. Like, just don't show up in clothes that are dumb to work out in, and then you'll be fine. Like, I'm not even sure you have to work out in that class. I see people sitting on their phones. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started at people who read or are on their phone sitting on a machine like please for the love of god if you are not using it get off like i know i'm glad you're engrossed with your book but you are not moving anyway please move anyway so yeah fourth period fifth period history ap history uh we have an leq a long essay question it's like a timed right where it's like a prompt and we have to hit all the rubric stuff you know ap stuff um now i did i i feel like they're treating leqs like a really really big deal especially them being the, the semester final uh in ap world history which is the one before ap us history we did them like every week so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be fine the only thing is that it's like a super specific prompt it was like evaluate the extent to which governmental policies affected the lives of free folk of african americans between the time of 1861 to 1870 super specific thing if i study though i'll be good which is the only problem uh sixth period what's my sixth period ap environmental science other than the chemistry stuff i should be okay it has come to my attention that I absolutely suck at chemistry. But if you show me a graph and tell me what does this, what, uh, if you like a population graph or something, and you tell me, oh, what does this mean? Like, if this is this, what does this mean? If the line is down, what does that mean to the population? What are some reasons the population could be going down? Or like, uh, what's a case selected species? What's are our selected species? I should be good. Which, just to let y'all know, a case-selected species is a species that reproduces slowly, puts a lot of energy into their to their offspring, takes care of their offspring, and uh, typically has a long life. Well, an R selected, like or like a bear or something, or like humans. Humans are case-selected. Uh, while an R-selected species reproduces once or twice in their lifetime produces hundreds or thousands of offspring and they they die quickly like a bug um so just just to let y'all know i'm good uh anyways i think i've shared all i want to share for this week uh i have made my entry into azumar's diary i'm your lovely gracious host ed batiz and i think i need to figure out an outro equally as much as i need to figure out an intro um 
next week. It should be the week before Christmas, so we'll see if I do have a Christmas Eve episode. Uh, I was planning to have it sponsored by like some horror podcast, um, but they didn't email me back. It's okay. It's fine. Listen, all you gotta do is never give up. Anyways, I got some Fall Guys to play with some friends. Good night, fellas.